So, um, so am I the so, last? Am I the last human being on Apple Music? Yeah, it's a lot like that movie I Am Legend. Yes, only although, only on Apple Music. Although hopefully the dog doesn't die. That movie was actually a parable about Apple Music, <laughs> well ahead of its time. <laughs> hmm. I had I did not know that. I actually have not seen that movie, but I do know. I do know, I, the, I I do know the dog dies. It's <laughs> great. Okay, well now I know it. Now I know the dog dies. <laughs> That's part of the reason why I haven't seen it because you know nobody likes to see the dog die. We've just we've just spoiled a really old movie for lots that's, of yeah. I think I'm that's sure. I, I, well. Some <laughs> sure some people <laughs> won't be <laughs> some people won't be happy about it. But that's okay. So you're still on Apple Music. I'm still on Apple Music. I feel is like that a I, conscious decision or a laziness decision? Um, it is. I'm going to say ninety percent conscious. Okay, ten percent lazy. That's a pretty good uh, breakdown there. I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know I knew it was coming up, and I left it on renew right um, not out of laziness but just because yeah. you decided you wanted to keep it right okay right. all right what yeah. what led you what was the decision making process um well uh, okay so so edge? so part of it is part of it does get to laziness <laughs> because it's just <laughs> right. easier Good. excellent it's just easier to have it um because i have access to everything now wouldn't it be easier to have ten dollars a month <laughs> um no no. Okay. I'm just checking. <laughs> I guess not. I guess I. I don't know. I mean, having like being able to just go in and, and have any music available to me is is kind of cool. Um, and I and yeah. I, like I've said before, I'm at this point I mostly still use it for discovery, and I end up buying a bunch of some stuff because the Sonos doesn't play at least right now does not play um anything that's not purchased. Right. So kind of have. Well, to. you you have a fancy Sonos though, so. Uh. That's, well, a, that's a that's yeah, a is, is that is that is that like redundant i mean yeah all fancy sonos are fancy there's not a non-fancy sonos yeah i mean is that your uh when you say fancy sonos is that your meaning i you know i i my my current music playing uh feature is like or it's hardware i should say is like a pair of tin cans <laughs> so everything above that is are fancy they, are they bluetooth me. tin cans oh well of course yes i'm <laughs> not a savage john <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, I just wanted to make sure that we could continue doing this podcast. Um, I, I bought an AirPlay speaker that was on sale a while back, which is actually, it's very nice looking. It's a really big, like, iHome unit, and it sucks. It's uh, so yeah. bad. What, uh, what's bad about it? Is it the, the connection or is it the It just um, works incredibly quality? inconsistently. The sound yeah, quality that's is the thing. fine when it works, but it's incredibly unreliable. Right. And I have so, found that. I don't know if it's my network or whatever, but I have found that about AirPlay in general. Like I can't. I, everybody says, you know, oh, you want to play Amazon Video? Just play it from your iPad onto your onto your Apple TV. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, right. That that works okay for me. It's just for whatever reason. Like when I, you know, I would bring my iPhone into the kitchen because I had it in the speaker in there, and I would like choose the speaker from AirPlay. Sometimes it would show up. Sometimes it wouldn't. Sometimes when it showed up, it would connect. Sometimes not so much. I tried resetting it a bunch. It's very slow because it has to get on the Wi-Fi network. Um, it seems to me that they should just use something that's much more like. I don't know, peer to peer ish. Kind of thinking like airdrop style, where it's like, like a, it doesn't have to be on the network. Like a it's cable. Like a physical cord. Something. Actually, the best Bluetooth speaker I have is the Echo. Um, because what's nice yeah. about it is that once you have paired your phone to it, 
you can just say connect my phone and you don't have to do anything like just totally hands-free you can say that and it will connect your phone which is actually really cool i wish it then had the ability to like i could tell it to play something off my phone but then i have to use a weird workaround where i instead use siri and tell siri to play something but it plays it through the echo which is cool (laughs) but it's a little weird to have to deal with two separate robots (laughs) right yeah um anyways so yeah that's my best uh solution right now for sort of like piping music elsewhere but i only have that in the kitchen uh in the rest of the house i'm either dependent on like the speakers hooked up to my tv or the speakers hooked up to my computers right so that's a digression but apple music yes uh, availability of stuff everywhere is the biggest appeal of apple music to me because the fact that you can just do the catalog thing like that's the thing that is i'm it has most appealed to me to keep Apple Music. It's like, oh, yeah, I can just find whatever song I want. I can right. play it. Right. I have some problems <laughs> with okay. Apple Music. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I would not say that I do not. <laughs> and that's kind of what's holding me back is I think a lot of the implementation stuff kind of sucks right now. Mm-hmm. Um, for okay, example. So let's, let's, yeah. Yeah, so. Let's detail some of that. Have you ever wanted to <laughs> play all of the music by a single artist? Hmm. Yeah. This comes up for me sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, I like these guys. I'd like to just sort of shuffle through their catalog. There's no way that I can find to do that on Apple Music. It seems to be impossible. Mm. You wouldn't think it would be. And in fact, Spotify, this is really easy because when you go to an artist page, it has like a big play button and you click it and it just starts playing all their music. The only thing I have found, if you go to an artist page on Apple Music, you can sort of, there's like a start radio button, but that plays songs by, by other, other people, by other people. <laughs> which I, is you know, not what I want. Uh, see, I feel like I did this because I, I wanted to do exactly that. Um, and but the thing is, I can't remember how I did it. Well, and so here's which the is thing. which is part of which also leads into the whole problem. There's like there's a. There's too there's much a crap dozen and different it's things. badly organized. There's a dozen different things you want to do, and yeah. then there's like no standard way of doing it the interfaces kind of for a company that prides itself on the design and interaction it's pretty it's pretty terrible um so yeah i don't know i mean maybe there's a way to do that that's super hidden and i haven't found yet um maybe maybe siri can do it i don't know but i have not yet found a button in the interface that just lets me do that i can play albums by them i can play playlists in which they're included um you know but i can't just say play me this person's catalog uh, and that's that's really dumb. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to say it. That's that's really dumb. If you um, tell Siri to do that, will it just do? Because couldn't you do? I mean, you could play by artist, right? In Siri, and well, I mean, in regular Apple. Oh God, these names yeah. are going to drive me crazy. In, in regular music Apple app. Music, non Apple Music, Apple Music. <laughs> um, because isn't the app now called? Yeah, because the it's, app's it's now the, called the Music in the instead music of app. iTunes. In the Music app. In the Music app, like if you didn't subscribe to the service, you could just say play songs by blah. Sure. And, and then it would play everything in your library that you have ah, by that ah, artist. I'm right? glad that you brought that up, John, because you have mentioned another one of my problems <laughs> with Apple Music. <laughs> Let's say I've got a song that I want to play, um, and it might be a song with a fairly generic title of some sort, like a one-word title. So maybe there are multiple songs in the world that have that title. Mm -hmm. When I tell Siri to play such a song, for some reason, it defaults to looking on Apple Music instead of in my iTunes library. So I'll tell it to play a song that I know I have, and I won't, to be fair, I will not identify the song as being from a specific artist or album but i'll just say the title of the song and it will start playing me a song that i've never heard before from <laughs> apple music 
which to reiterate my earlier point is dumb (laughs) because you should assume that the songs that i own are the songs i prefer to hear yes and you should fail back to apple music if you can't find a match in my library or if i request a song that i don't have very explicitly now you can sort of deal with this although i noticed that when i request a song by a specific artist i'm pretty sure it goes to the apple apple music anyways even if i own that song if that song is on apple music because it will show me album art for like a compilation or something i think i was playing some you know pop hit the other day or something and it pulled it up clearly from the like a a singles album like you know best hit, hits of the 80s or something instead of from the album itself which i know i have mm-hmm. so it's it's always seeming to look at apple music first Right. And that really annoys me because then I swear at it and I either yell at Siri or I just open the music app. So that is another problem I have with Apple Music. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I don't have any solutions. <laughs> for uh, <you>. <laughs> well, we're done then. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, and- I mean, it's, it's, I don't know if it's going to get better. I mean, I assume it's going to get better somehow, but. I mean, I don't feel like it's going to get that much better just by me trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I think Apple needs to make some updates to it, but I doubt that will happen before next year. Whenever they yeah. launch, you know, iOS 10 or whatever, they'll be like, and we've updated Apple Music. I mean, mm-hmm. they might do it in between now and then. They might roll up like, a, you know, in a in a point update to sort of like tweak it. And I think that's the problem with Apple and services, right? Like services demand kind of constant attention, I feel. And you have to keep like right. like pushing that and updating it. And I feel like, and they did a little bit, right? Because they changed the music app between like, uh, was it between like eight, eight and nine, right? Even to between like eight, three or whatever, when the, the new music app came out, they tweaked some stuff in iOS nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I still hate that if you want to look at the full list of something on an album, um, that it, you have to go through this convoluted process. I always forget which button to hit. Um, because there's an, a button on the playback screen that looks like, oh, this should this formerly used to show me every track in this album, and instead shows you now your up next cue. Yeah, which is fine, but then I have to uh, I invariably hit that and I'm like, oh, that's not, not what I want. I gotta go back. I gotta hit that little three ellipses, you know, the ellipsis button, mm-hmm. and then you have to tap on the thing that doesn't look like a button, which is just the like the album art header, and that takes you to the list of the album. So it takes a lot more taps to get there, which is kind of annoying at times. Um, so. That that is another concern. I will tell you also the one. Uh, th- I feel like they missed a big opportunity um, with Apple Music, which is to say, I'm very disappointed that there is no handoff feature. So I'm, oh, yeah. I come into my house. I'm listening to a song in my headphones. I'm halfway through that song. I mean, yeah, I can just stop the song and go over to my iMac and turn it on and, and like, move the playhead to the place where I left off and hit play. But, like, you can – there's all this other cool handoff functionality where you can pick up right where you left off on a different device. And this is the one place I feel like I'd actually use it <laughs> uh, because I, I'm, like, halfway through a song. It's like, oh, yeah, just, like, flick this song over to my iMac and start playing it there. Um, that seems cool. Uh, in fact, it reminds me of, you remember the very first iPod commercial with the guy on his laptop? Yep. Yeah. It's exactly what happens there. He's like, listen to a song on his laptop. He loads it onto his iPod, which probably took a really long time at that point, and then gets up and starts like grooving around his apartment, listens to the same song. And so uh, for a company that is also really big on integration of services, 
and music, I feel like this is a no-brainer. And yet, it's not a thing. And I don't right. know if there's a licensing right. issue in there. I can't imagine there would be because all you're Doesn't sending is so. metadata. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, it's just like, where are you and in what song? I mean, yeah. I'm still a subscriber. Everything's linked into my iCloud account anyways. You know, like, you should be able to you have all the ingredients here. Uh, and it's that kind of thing where it's like, yes, a lot of people sort of commented when it came out. It's like, hey, Apple Music, guess what? It's basically Spotify, right? And the answer is, yeah. And that might be fine for most people. But I also feel like at the same time, we were kind of hoping slash expecting better, like, you know, bring that bring the Apple touch to it. And that I feel like did not happen. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. But here I am (laughs) (laughs) still still, quote, enjoying unquote Apple music. And that's the thing is the balance and trade off for me is, well, it's only 10 bucks a month. If I buy an album a month, which I actually probably don't really do because I don't acquire that much new music. But if I essentially were to, you know, buy the equivalent of $10 a month worth of music, mm-hmm. it would be worth it. Right. Um, and I don't know if I would do that because I don't know if I would buy those songs or just go and stream those songs on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... I feel I feel like it's like $10 is a little t- more than what I want it for. Or particularly right now since i yeah. like i said I, but that's I, the go out, I go out and buy i go yeah but i go out and buy the the music half the, you know like if that's something i really problem. like i go out and buy i know but that's yeah. yeah right well at least until i don't know i'm not exactly sure how i'm going to live my life when it does actually become available on the sun well so you and i for a while were very hesitant i think unlike lex to put apple music into our libraries has that changed for you um no interesting okay no i why? think so wait wait refresh say you think that we were hesitant to and well, am i wrong not? am i am i, I, I mis- well i did it that? i did it pretty quickly okay I mean, I right, then I'm, I mean, perhaps, I, I'm, perhaps it was being yeah. lex then i might have misstated that yeah i i don't know i i kept a i kept a copy separate though i mean i kept like my old stuff as uh, I have a copy of everything someplace else because okay. you know after reading doll rumbles <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i mean although i i I jumped on it when it came out anyway so i would have been i would have been screwed if i had not done that but i had already done that anyway okay. so i had i have backup copies of everything so i'm not i'm not gonna have to write an angry screed about having lost everything sure. and the only thing that i've seen that i have noticed that i lost anything frankly um i've got two problems one is one was a temporary thing so when, like when i uh, when i got my new phone which we'll talk about um the last week last friday uh and i synced everything up and when i you know took my walked away with my my phone with my restored phone image none of the none of the music was local <laughs> okay all that stuff that i had had you know kept you know made sure it was local on my phone was now just gone well that and, makes and sense. The, you know and all the all the playlists and everything was there but it wanted to stream everything sure i was like yeah. okay great you know, like, I don't want to do that because if I'm driving around or if I'm going on a walk, I don't want to be streaming all that stuff over cellular. So, so I had to manually, and I couldn't figure out a way to do it on mass. I had to go through and just like select all my playlists and say, make it available offline, make it available offline, make it available offline, which is a pain in the butt and it uh-huh. should not work that way. Um, the other thing is I have some songs that I enjoy that are not in Apple's catalog. And mm-hmm. you're screwed if it's not in the catalog, if you right. sync up with music, because I can't, you can't sync. I mean, one of the things I really like about it is that it will sync playlists 
across all your devices um, without having to do anything. Because that used to be a, like a manual process for me, having to copy playlists back and forth and no longer have to do that, which is really nice. But if you have a song in there that's not in their catalog, it won't sync the entire playlist. Right. Which yeah. is which is a pain in the butt. So Yeah. Yeah, no, I that, agree with that. Uh, that I do not like. It yeah, should that's... sync the whole thing other than that one song. Yeah. I, I mean I, I can don't... understand why it doesn't sync that song, but Yeah, the online stuff has always been a little tricky. Like so my question is, you know, I was an iTunes Match subscriber prior to Apple Music. I'm I guess I'm not 100% sure if I still am or not. <laughs> uh, I don't know what, exactly what's happened there. More to the point, I don't know what happens if I don't re-up. Does my music go away? Mm-hmm. Or am I just not, uh, you know, is it... Is that it, is still a thing that you can sign up for, right? Yeah, although there was some differing of opinions in terms of how long it would last. Because there's also right. this iCloud music library, which I also can't tell is, is that just re branded itunes match is that a different thing is that part of apple music it's it's very confusing Uh, because it seems like icloud music library would essentially be like icloud photo library it's just a place uh uh, where you have all your stuff hey i just found an apple support document icloud music library understanding differences between apple music and (laughs) itunes match you don't say uh well i will have to read that you can use them together (laughs) as you said um, and when you subscribe to both, your iCloud music library will make available 256 kilobit DRM free AAC files only for songs matched using iTunes on your Mac or, Mac or PC. Songs that can't be matched are uploaded from iTunes to your iCloud music library and stored in iCloud in their uploaded form. You can also download them. Okay, that seems reasonable, uh, except I think it's a subset of uh, uh, Apple Music. Because it says your Apple Music membership includes an iCloud Music Library. Okay. Oh, your iTunes Match subscription also includes an iCloud Music Library. Well, fuck this, Apple. <laughs> Everything includes one. I don't understand one. what's happening. You um, get an iCloud Music <laughs> So, in theory, I could turn off Apple Music. I would still have access to iTunes Match, um, which gets me a lot of the features I do like, which is like the syncing and the online storage and stuff like that. Um, just doesn't get me necessarily ability to play anything um so and that's so for me that's kind of what it comes down to is to do that and and all the curation stuff i sort of you know i played all around with a lot of it for a while and i don't like it or dislike it i'm kind of meh about it so you know it's not really a compelling feature for me but it's not a drawback either i like well i like being able to, for discovery purposes i like being able to say take this song and make a Make a playlist out of yeah, it. Yeah, I just... There's so few times that I'm really that excited about the songs it comes up with. Well, I usually like, like, half of them and and severely dislike the other half. <laughs> yeah. Or somewhere in between. Like, I like a third of them. I'm kind of met on a third, and then I hate a third. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Something like that. Um, that sounds, all right. sounds about right. Well, so I'm on the fence. I haven't made my decision yet. Uh, I'll figure out in the next couple but days. But did you I'm, do you have it set to auto No, I turned I turned that off very early on. Oh, okay. So it's possible all that will go away tomorrow and I'll either I'm kinda curious about it because I have a couple albums I've added to my library. Um and I know what they are, so it's not like hard to re get them. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just I doubt so if I if I lose my subscription and then I re up later, like a week or two from now, if I decide, oh, you know what, this is actually was pretty good. 
you know, I, I, I want it back. Um, I don't know if I get that back or if that's, I have to like rebuild that. Hmm. But I mean, yeah, I at that's, least yeah, make that's a list. The, that's the other thing. <laughs> to a certain degree, I'm kind of afraid of turning it off. <laughs> like, Let me be the one to take like, that bullet for it's you. Gonna be, it's going to be a ginormous management problem if I turn it off. So that's part of what my $10 is going to. Yeah. <laughs> Delaying that problem. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, this would be the part of the show where we would normally hear from one of our fine sponsors. Um, <laughs> perhaps you and I together can summon Lex with the power of our minds and have him tell us about this week's sponsor. Lex, are you out there? I want to tell you about SoftLayer, an IBM company. SoftLayer delivers a cloud built for speed. Your business applications and compute workloads are different from everyone else's. So you deserve cloud resources that meet your unique needs. Some workloads need to scale up and down quickly, and they benefit from virtual servers in a public cloud environment. Some workloads need the raw power of bare metal servers for compute or storage-intensive tasks. SoftLayer is one of the only cloud providers that provisions bare metal servers and virtual servers from a single seamless platform, all on demand, all connected to the same open API, all connected to a global private network. SoftLayer is an IBM company, and it's the cloud infrastructure foundation of all IBM cloud products and services. Even if you're not looking for infrastructure, you can benefit from SoftLayer infrastructure when you use platform or software services for IBM cloud. All of our listeners have the opportunity to get $500 of cloud infrastructure by visiting softlayer.com slash podcast. That's soft, L-A-Y-E-R dot com slash podcast. You can order... Bare metal servers, virtual servers, storage, networking, and security services in your choice of 24 data centers around the world. And all of those servers and services are connected to SoftLayer's unique network of networks, which separate public-private management traffic so the traffic to and from your cloud infrastructure travels more efficiently. You can automate and control your cloud infrastructure with a granular API, or you can perform any necessary management actions in the easy-to-use SoftLayer customer portal. So go to SoftLayer.com slash podcast to get started with your $500 off server storage, network, and security on a cloud built for speed from SoftLayer. Our thanks to SoftLayer from IBM for uh, you know sponsoring the rebound. That was informative. I feel much better now. I think we all knowing that just more secure, and we grew as people too. Yeah, I well, well, <laughs> I did. Um, so uh, yeah, you have a new phone. Yeah, I have a new phone. I got the I got the, Android. Every, actually, everybody in my family has a new phone. Did you get Android except, all except for the dog. Yeah, we all we all have Nexus. We all switch. We all switch. We all have the Nexus, whatever that Google's what, whatever's today. coming out right as we record yeah, this. Yeah, we got, we, we, got we got early release versions of the Nexus. Um, I do have a new phone. Yeah, you have a new phone too. I do. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's rotary. <laughs> um, you got the S. I got the S. S. I mean, obviously, I mean, you got the six S, not the six S. I prefer, I prefer to pronounce it the six six S. Six S. Um, yeah, I did get a, uh, 64 gig space gray. Yeah. Okay. We have the same phone. Oh, let's yeah. not, let's try not to confuse them. Yeah. That would be awkward. Do you have a case? I do. I, in fact, my, Oh yeah, we talked about this, right? It's last, it's the one that was on my six. The same one that was on your six. No problem. Yeah. And did you end up giving your six to your dad? I did. Is that did. how that worked? Yeah. Um, you gave yours to your dad. I gave mine to my son. Yeah. The actually way easier than I thought it was going to. So I went to the Apple. I had made a reservation because I wanted to do the upgrade program for the Apple upgrade program. So I made a reservation. I went over to the Apple store uh, over near them pretty early. Like uh, I think at like nine o'clock reservation. Uh, I was in line for like five minutes or less. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Super fast. 
We were in line for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. My, my cousin went to the Boylston Street, which is like the big Boston store. Uh, and she was in line like f- after work and she was there for like a couple hours. She had a terrible yeah. experience. But I was in and out. I, I had a, some hilarious experiences, one of which included um, as I was setting up the new phone, um, I have a two factor authentication on. Mm-hmm. And so the new phone was activated. And it when it when I logged into my iCloud account on the new phone while it's setting up, it prompted me for a two factor code, and I was like, "Uh, crap! Uh, <laughs> where's the where's the code gonna go?" And so you, it gives you the option usually of multiple devices, and I have multiple trusted devices. Um, but the problem is, I had also just upgraded my <laughs> I had also just upgraded my iPad, um, and uh, so I wasn't sure if that would work. And my iPhone six, I in retrospect. If my iPhone 6 had just been on the Apple Store Wi-Fi, I think I could have gotten the code on that, but it had lost its cell signal because it had been deactivated. So I panicked for a second. Fortunately, one of the options is just text it to your phone number. And since the new phone had, in fact, been activated, that worked. And even cooler was normally, like, you get the little text message and then you have to type in the code. Yeah. Because it received the text message exactly at the, like, prompt screen, it didn't even show me the message. It just automatically filled in the code, which was pretty cool. Huh. Uh, and so, but the, the Apple store guy who was helping me out was like, not exactly freaking out, but he's like, what is this? I've never seen this before. What is this thing? And he was like really worried for a second. I think that it was requiring some code that I wouldn't know. And I'm like sitting over there like typing. I, I know I do this all the time. And he's like, I, I've never seen that before. It's like, it's two factor authentication. He's like, wow, you learned something new every day. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, why don't you know this? <laughs> right. You should know this probably. Um, and uh, the only thing that really took any time at all was the restore. I mean, and I sort of sat yeah. in the store for a little while cause I had some time to burn. And so I just sat. So you had an iCloud backup and you did it through that. Yep. Yeah, I did okay. one right before I left the house. Yeah. Um, in fact, I made a backup on my uh, MacBook as well, just in case, because I had had some of the, yeah. uh, I'd run into while restoring my iPad last week, the new uh, Air I got. Uh, I ran into a weird ass thing where it wouldn't restore some apps, and that turned out to be re- a result of this app slicing problem they've been having. Um, oh, right, right. So it was not deploying certain apps correctly. Yeah. Uh, and so I, but that, an iTunes backup solved that problem. So I figured just in case I would make an iTunes backup. I didn't yeah. seem to have any problems because I think they disabled that functionality essentially um, because it was being a problem. So uh, the restore was fine. It just took a while. Um, and yeah. so I sat in the store for a bit and chatted with one of the other uh, Apple Store specialists who it turned out actually recognized my name. <laughs> oh. um, and so we chatted for a while. And I told him about the app slicing thing, which he didn't know about. And he's like, oh, this is really good for me to know. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Happy to help. <laughs> um, but that was, yeah, I, that was the thing. Like, and and uh, the person that we worked with was very nice, but um, she didn't, she, we asked her about the, like the watch, <laughs> like how should we deal with this? Oh, with the yeah, watch? And she yeah. was like, oh, she, she was like, oh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we kind of had like, the same. I kind of had the same okay. experience chatting with because there were a couple other people at my table who were also restoring and sitting there, and we were all talking about it. Um, it seemed to go okay. It was just incredibly slow for me. And at one point, I think my watch locked, so I had to do a hard reset. Um, but you know, I was going to have to restore it all anyway, so it didn't really make a big deal. It just it took for a yeah. long. It took a long time. Well, I so I backed up. Um, I only backed up to iTunes, and I restored from iTunes. So when I was in the store, I just had them activated as a phone, and then I took both because I was, you know, taking the phone anyway. And I figured, Mm. well, you know, if something goes wrong with this one, I've already got the phone, so I can just redo it. Um, and it worked fine. Yeah, and but like it just it just takes a while. I was interested. 
that um actually this is separately from the phone i was interested that the um when i went to upgrade i was a little worried because my six is only a year old and i had signed up for a contract at that point um but it did not balk at all at that setup and so essentially after i got everything arranged later it turned out that technically i guess the contract is associated with me and not with yeah the handset. right not with the so phone i'm still i still got a year yeah. left in my contract Mm-hmm. Um, but only one of my phones of the three that are now on my plan. Yeah, there's two. There's counts. like two separate things. So uh, yeah, like on Verizon. So I have I have like a a contract to pay off the phone, and then I have a contract for cell service. Basically, I think mm. is the way it works. And so I you know I still have to pay off this phone, uh, but we started another line for my son. So now there, there's you know, but it, they didn't care. You know, they don't care about switching the phone number. They're right, like, right. yeah, they're like, sure, we'll switch the phone number to the other, to the, your new phone. You're still paying us off for this other phone. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I was totally cool. Yeah, everything on that worked seamlessly, as far as I yeah. can tell. Uh, yeah. And, the, and even uh, like going going to the Verizon store. So I had to go to the Apple store to get. So my wife and I stood in line. We got our phones and had them switch over. Had the number switched over, and then I went to the Verizon store to get my son's line set up on mm-hmm. the, my old six. Yeah, I went to the AT and T um, store. Yeah, and that was that was pretty quick too. There really wasn't there weren't that many people at the Verizon store at all. Oh, let me tell you a story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guys were kind of surly. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well. Which I which I feel like was not like the last like last year when I went, I feel like they were and I don't know if it's got anything to do with the Apple contract thing, but they seemed like they were just like they were very br- they weren't they weren't rude at all. Um but they weren't chatty. They were, they were French they style. Yeah, yeah, they were cool. Um, and last year they were much. Everybody was much more like, "Hey, how are you?" Doing? It was it was a it was a different, definitely a different vibe this year. Well, I, I went to the AT and T store because um, I was going to switch my dad. He's got an old flip phone that was on Virgin Mobile, and my mom's on AT and T, but we were on separate plans. And I realized this doesn't make any sense. We we're paying too much. Um, and so I figured we'll, get, we'll put all three of us on the same plan, get my dad my iPhone 6. Great. Uh, so I went into the AT&T store, which is not far from my parents' house. And the guy was really nice, actually, and was really trying to help me out. And he was very excited that I had brought, like, the account numbers and everything. Of course, then it turned into a litany of problems. The Virgin Mobile doesn't give you its account number on the website for some reason. You have to call them and ask for it. And so the one I all I had was the phone number because I we thought maybe that was the account number. But it turns out not. So... He managed to do like a, a some sort of thing where it forced uh, Virgin Mobile to give him the number, but he was worried that like essentially you could make calls out on the iPhone, but the number would still receive calls on the old phone. So like it would be split until I got the actual account number and could like finish the process. Um, and yet we tested it in store and it ended up working both for receiving and making calls, which was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, <laughs> and then I couldn't move... I just wanted to move my mom's line from AT&T, and he was ready to do that. Problem was, we have different last names, because my mother uses goes by her maiden name. Mm-hmm. And so they would not allow me, because I, you know, <laughs> they couldn't essentially prove, I guess, that I was Jeez. related to her. I could not do that. So I basically had to go home then and uh, make a couple calls to both Virgin Mobile and AT&T. The Virgin Mobile experience, by the way, hilarious, because it builds itself as like the young, hip uh uh you know carrier and so i called in and the guy i got who was clearly you know had a had an accent a heavy accent but what was hilarious about it was that he clearly they have this like you know some sort of 
you know, uh, protocol for talking to people. And so he, he kept calling me buddy and chief <laughs> and like every time and i was like this is super weird and like oh, it sounded man. very forced it sounded very oh, yeah. i can go ahead and set that up for you chief and i was like okay <laughs> uh and then he i think he told when he put me on hold he's like i'm going to let you listen to our very cool hold music or something like that and i was like alrighty. Yeah. Uh, but i got the account number finished that process and that worked perfectly smoothly my mom's thing just was a nightmare because we ended up getting transferred around. The online tool for it didn't work. We ended up having to speak to two different people, and one of them was just totally inept and kept making us like pass the phone back and forth. Didn't really understand what I was asking for. At one point, asked me, like, how much data do you want on your mom's line? I'm like, no, no, no. The point is to share the data between us. That is how this works. That's why you have sharing plans. Hello. Yeah, so that was a nightmare. It seems to be worked now, and as a added benefit, even though I thought my mom was still on contract, uh, her phone appears to be off contract, uh, which is great because both now I only have one line on contract, which means the other two lines are actually cheaper at AT&T, which is awesome. Um, and my mom's phone appears to now be eligible to be unlocked. Um, so I'm doing that currently because uh, she's actually headed off to Europe next in a, a couple weeks. So I was like, well, why not? And so I think all three of my phones on AT&T are now unlocked, which is pretty great because that's, yeah. you know, buying the 6S, that's the best part is like, it's just buying it through Apple is it's unlocked. Right. Um, so I'm very excited about that. But in the end, it seems to all be set up and working now. The only big question is whether the three of us can subsist on five gigabytes of data. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, we actually have a two gigabyte plan, which has been oh, wow. working. You know, like yeah, with, with, which was for the two of us. But now that Hank's got a phone, there's no way. There's yeah, just I, no way that's going to work. I, I mean, have used. You know, like, like no matter how many times I tell him, do not stream video over. Your, you know, when you're on cellular, do not stream video when you're on oh, yeah, cellular. He's going to start streaming video when he's on cellular. Can you turn he's that off? And at, just lock it. He's probably at school doing it right now. <laughs> Hank, Hank. <laughs> Pay attention. Pay attention. I mean, they're supposed to, they, they have to lock the, the phones. Well, I was going to ask, can you, can you disable that in the parental restrictions? Um, you know, I couldn't figure that out quickly um, in order to do that, in order to get on the phone fast. I mean, I, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I did lock down. Yeah, sure. Um, but I don't know if there's an option for that. So I got to go back and I got to go back and check that. A cellular data use. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you can, but what I is think it? You, there's an option in restrictions to not allow changes, so I think you can set it to whatever you want it to be, and then lock it from the restrictions so that he can't change it. But where do I? I mean, is there is there like a cap I can set someplace? No, but there is that? a. You can turn off cellular data for certain apps. Oh, okay. Granted, that doesn't get you like solve problems of like Safari, right? Because if you yeah. turn off cellular data for yeah. Safari, you can never use the web in Safari. But you can turn well, off I like turned, Netflix. I turned. I turned off Safari. <laughs> oh, period. And I did not install. I did not install Netflix, and he can't install. Okay, well, you're in pretty good so, shape. Then. So yeah, I, I kind of locked all that I'm down. Sure, pretty, he's found a way tight. around it by now. But he probably has. He's probably jailbroken the phone. I've actually already. texted him workarounds <laughs> during this. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Yeah, appreciate no it. problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm glad we we both got everything set up. So my question for you is, how do you like the success so far? What do you think? Um, I like it. You know, I feel like. <laughs> I was talking saying to someone on Twitter that if you're going to do, I mean, I'm doing every a phone every year, but if you're going to do one every two years, the S is definitely the way to go. That makes sense. Yeah. Because it's just, a, it's a more, yeah, it's a more refined version. Um, It's crazy fast. It is very fast. That is really nice. Um, 
you know, it doesn't really look any different particularly, although for some reason it feels nicer. And I'm not sure if that's just uh, the fact that it's new or what. I mean, because Gruber and some other people were saying that the, that the aluminum is more grippy. Yeah, I didn't experience that, but I have it I in don't, a case. I, try, I know I held the two of them together and I really could not tell the difference that much. I mean, they feel, but it does feel, I don't know, for some reason it feels nicer, but maybe it's just because it's new. Yeah. Uh, what else? I'm forced or 3d touch is nice i haven't used it a lot though i keep forgetting and i want to I'm, I'm sort of trying to become more uh explicit or like more like yeah. conscious about well, trying it. i mean it doesn't work you know it only works with the apple apps at this point so it's not well uh, it works now some of the um for the most some part of okay so instagram you can do the shortcut thing for yeah like so instagram works has its own menu um but most of the other stuff that i work with or you know work in quotes is uh don't doesn't have they don't do anything yet gotcha so um yeah i haven't i similarly i have not used 3d touch that much i do think you know people were talking up the uh, speed of the touch id sensor and i have to say i i tend to agree with that it does seem super fast yeah um i i like that oh i love it yeah i mean people were kind of complaining because you can't see the time well just hit the other button yeah i mean and for me what i noticed and i I wrote a quick mention of this on six colors this morning um i used to use siri to open apps sometimes from the lock screen particularly that i have like a two-factor app from my bank that i use and it used to be i would like hold down the siri button and say like siri open this app and it would go you need to unlock your iphone first and then i would have to unlock my iphone and now it's i think because it's so fast and this does seem to only work on the 6s i confirmed um it just goes straight to the app. Like it authenticates you while you're holding down the Siri button, mm-hmm. which is awesome because it just, yeah. it really does just save me, you know, like five, 10 seconds every time I want to do that. And it turns out that I need to do that a fair amount. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's really nice. It's really fast. Um, uh, have you used uh, the Ahoy Hoy much? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do it now. And so that's the other thing is like, so they, and this is everywhere. They changed it. So it's, Hey Siri! Right, aha! I said it, haha! Um, you can train it to your voice, <laughs> right? Which I think yeah. is actually pretty cool. Um, although I noticed that apparently uh, my girlfriend and I both trained ours separately, and then I can't trigger hers, but she has apparently gotten good enough to trigger mine, um, which is annoying. Uh, <laughs> but it doesn't trigger them both at the same time most of the time, which is really nice. I like the fact that you can use it without plugged in. And as I also pointed out yeah. on the Six Colors post, if you don't want it to trigger, you turn the phone screen down and it won't register, oh, which is really okay. cool. <laughs> yeah. I found that out by yeah. accident because I would like get up in the morning and I'd be like looking at something and I put the phone face down on my nightstand or something, right. uh, even plugged in sometimes. And I'll like ask it about the weather when I'm like getting dressed or whatever. And it would not. <laughs> not That's, like, yeah, yeah, right. Hey, nope, hey I'm not talking hey. to you. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. Yeah. So, but that's, I mean, that's smart. It's, it's really clever. I, I read somewhere yeah. that it's supposedly, so it stops it from triggering when it's in your pocket. Um, but I also find that if oh, you're just, is that right? Okay. Cause I've tried, I tried that. If you're uh, holding once. it, it doesn't trigger either. I believe. If you're holding it, I think so. Hold on. I'm going to test it. I'm going to mute for one second. <laughs> Why are you? I totally lied. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I would th- I would think that that would be wrong. Yeah, well, I was wondering if there's an accelerometer thing that could sort of detect okay. if it was in movement yeah. or something, and would. Well, I wouldn't think you'd want to do that either, though. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going to press the, the button most of the time. No, I mean, I well, yeah, I mean, yes, but I was saying that that you would want it to work. Oh, I guess. I mean, if I, I can't mean, reach why the why button not? or something when I'm holding it's more, it, it's just more convenient. Um, well, I mean, the watch is like that too, right? Yeah. Although the watch is much worse. <laughs> 
in my <laughs> in my experience. It never triggers on the first try. Really? Oh, for me, no. Oh, I no, I I'm pretty good at it. I I, I don't know how if I'm saying it wrong or something. Um, I wish actually the watch had the training thing. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Well, maybe next. Maybe next time. Um. Yeah. So uh, I like the three thing. Um, play with the camera a bit. Taking a few live photos. Uh, it's really hard to get good ones because you're not used to like not knowing when mm-hmm. the capture starts and ends sometimes yeah. leads to hilariously awful results. Like they never look as good as apples because apples are all carefully staged <laughs> staged. <laughs> uh, I got some funny ones and you do They are like, they're cute, right? It's like, it's a cute little thing that you can do. Um, it's cool that they, they will play back on older iPhones. So if you text them to someone who has an older iPhone, I think they, if you, like we texted, uh, I was out with some of my cousins and we were like sending pictures to some of the rest of the family and we're like, oh, if you tap on the image to bring it like full screen in messages and then long press it, it will play back, um, which is a little different than like the force touch huh. play, press or 3D yeah. touch poke prod, 3D. whatever it's 3D. called. Um, <laughs> and, and so that's cool. It's cool that there is backwards compatibility. It sounds like it's basically movie and jpeg files essentially um yeah right yeah uh so that's uh yeah it's kind of cool i mean it's a little gimmicky but it's um it's clever i do wish there was an easy way to export them to gifs essentially um yes my uh i will say my uh former colleague from MacWorld, heather kelly who is now at cnn actually did write a really nice how-to on how she moved them over and create like turned them into gifs but it's it's not simple like it's not easy i would hope that someone it'd be really cool if like workflow or one of those apps had like a simple way to just like pull them apart and put them back together but i'm not sure how easy that is and must not it must not be yeah well i mean no one's had that much time with them easy either so yeah true maybe someone will come up with the app that converts them on the phone how how has your battery experience been i haven't found it to be significantly better or worse than my iphone 6 I feel like it's a little worse for me, but it's hard to tell since I'm using it more, I think. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's, it, it's not like, it's not terrible. I usually, I mean, I used to get down to, you know, somewhere in the mid, like 40 to 50 range, something like that. But at the end of the day, I used to, it used to be pretty darn good. And now I feel like it's more like 30 to 40. Yeah. I don't know. At the, I, end, I, at the end of the day, I run towards, I run, mine often uh, gets really far down there, I think, because of the watch. I find that if I don't have my watch around, it actually lasts much longer. Mm, okay. Um, so I, I had, don't know. Yeah, see, I hadn't noticed too much of a difference with the watch, but I feel like this this is a little bit worse than the 6. But it's still, it still works enough for me since I charge every night. And, and I'm not, I'm really, <laughs> I don't go anywhere. I'm not yeah. that far from, yeah. a, you just, just <laughs> from don't, a charger at any given moment. Don't leave the house. That's true. Well, I don't anyway. I'm a shut-in, so it's not, you know, it, it fits my lifestyle. It's another reason. It validates my lifestyle, actually. <laughs> Your iPhone would like you to stay home. <laughs> please. No, seriously. Please don't go out. Yeah, yeah really. No, don't The world out. does not need that. You might drop me if you go out. <laughs> or your son might. Oh, yeah. More likely. Don't give him the new phone. No. He's, no, he's not touching the new phone. He's got his own now. He, he's got his own. He doesn't need it. What does he need it for? Yeah, exactly. Mr. Mr. Grabby. <laughs> Oh, did you? Oh, and one more thing. Did you see? Did you see the video? The the guy putting the phones in the water. Oh, I heard about it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I mean, like, there's. I mean, I can't tell if it's faked or not. Um, but he takes both of the phone, you know, the six, the success, and the six S plus, and like leaves them under 
you know, like a bowl of water for an hour. Under a bowl or in a bowl? <laughs> in a bowl. No, in a bowl. Underwater. I can leave my phone under in a, a bowl, bowl full, full of water. water. Nothing bad in will a happen. Bowl, in, oh, literally inside a bowl full of water. That's pretty I mean, pretty ballsy for one thing. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah got right. I'm not phone. sure. Let me just uh, right. throw it in. I'm just going to dunk it in water. water. I don't know. Right. And I couldn't. I still haven't. Fi- I mean, some people were saying, ah, it's got to be fake. But I, I mean, I they, did it on the, it they did it on the watch. I mean, the only thing I would be concerned about was, is the lightning port. I guess in the well, headphone that's the, jack. Yeah, that's the thing that I would but be concerned that and the, the the headphone jack. Yeah, did they did he try to charge it afterwards? No, he didn't they didn't show that. It just showed him like using it. I feel like which the is head- really like which is the least, you know, like yeah. that's the least thing that you could do and that's exactly well, what he did. Some of that the, stuff the you thing. can you can insulate in some ways, right? Because there is a microphone and a speaker on the watch. Um, but those are protected. So yeah. like I feel like your headphone jack, your speaker grill, your microphone, all of those you could probably make sure are are essentially protected in some way. The lightning jack is the biggest one that I would be worried about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know, maybe it's possible that, that, you know, if you're just using like, 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 you know, tap water, not like, uh, you know, salt water or something like that, that actually yeah. has particulates or, you know, well, not particulates, but like, say, <laughs> uh, yeah, salt. Actually, you salinity. know what? I could, it could have been, um, isn't like, I mean, if you filter the water completely like distilled water. Yeah. Like if it's distilled water, isn't it like it's non-conductive at all. Right. I think think so we, it's the we're metals, getting into science stuff, john it's the stuff that's in science. the water that's like well this is like i think craig hockenberry yes taught craig, me this. <laughs> craig did have a good post on that so yeah it, it's not impossible i you know they clearly so that could be what the you know what the fake out is it's clearly not certified um no no don't do it yeah i wouldn't recommend it but it is nice no. to feel like it may be if i you know drop my phone in yeah. you know, or spill some water on it it's not going to immediately stop working so yeah folks you heard it here Probably not first, but like you heard it here. <laughs> don't, don't put your don't phone. Don't put in your water. phone in water. We're looking at you and stay in, and stay in school. Stay in school, kids. Don't do drugs yeah. unless you want to. Well, I mean, whatever. I'm not well. just meant to. <laughs>